What's up, you guys? Josh Tongo here. Today, I want to talk about how imaginal acts become facts the Neville Goddard way. And I'll also be discussing the power of states. Because once you awaken to who you and the rest of humanity really are, and by the end of this, you'll definitely learn the secret to true manifestation. And you can learn more about this from Neville's work called Imaginal Acts Become Facts. You see, the problem is that a lot of people are trying to quote-unquote believe really hard, whatever that means, <laughs> in order to make things happen. You know what I'm saying? And this is going on in religious circles and even in the law of attraction community where they say things like, you got to have faith, you got to believe, or you got to attract things with your thoughts, etc. And yeah, I get it. But I know for a lot of people, hearing those kind of things can still sound pretty vague, right? Which is why I find Neville's work to be gold. Because yes, he does talk about faith and belief, but his explanation is more refined, in my opinion, in the sense that he teaches how it's ultimately about moving in and through different states. But before I get into the topic of states, first things first. One of the main things Neville wants you to understand before getting into all these different kinds of manifesting techniques is this. You are an immortal being. You are all imagination, which is God himself, he says. Listen, God became us that we may become God. Let that sink in. And Neville knows that telling someone that you're one with the creator of the universe probably sounds really stupid and doesn't even make any sense, but it's true. In fact, he even talks about the end being the complete awakening of our own wonderful human imagination. It's what the whole vast world aches for, he says, the awakening of God within them. But make no mistake, there's no loss of identity though. You're still you. You'll never lose your identity, you guys. It'll never change. No, you're not absorbed as some people think. You're individualized. So check this out. When you say I am, guess what's happening? That's the God of the universe. Do you get that? That's God passing through states. But since many of us have forgotten who we are, Neville says that we're passing through these states towards the awakening of God within us. Remember, consciousness is a one and only reality. We live and move in different states. So for example, the states that I aim for and try to remain in regularly would be ones like loving husband and teacher, caring friend and brother, gratitude, etc. But all of us, including me, aren't exempt from falling into states of not being wanted or feeling sorry for ourselves, not being good enough. Yo, I've had moments like that, folks, just to be straight up. Look, everyone in this world is in a state, you guys. Some are in states that are what many of us would consider to be good states, while others, on the other hand, are in some not-so-good states. Ones that can be very destructive to our lives and cause a lot of pain, not just to us, but to others as well. And if you've had moments where you felt shame or regret, where you're hard on yourself and like, why am I like this? What's wrong with me? Then, yo, let me tell you something that should be pretty good news for you to hear. You ready? You are not your state. You hear me? You are not your state. So all those times you maybe felt shitty or worthless where you most likely hurt others because of your own hurt, well, like I said, those states aren't you. Neville says that we got to learn to distinguish between the states and the individuals who pass through these states. They're not the same. So here's the thing. We change states, but the states don't change. States are eternal. They're forever. Think of it this way. He says it's like moving through a city, right? The city remains, but we pass on. And so to think that just because we've left the city, that the city doesn't exist anymore, wouldn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? 
the city's always going to be there whether or not you're there. You can chill there for a bit or for a long time. It's up to you, dude. But you and I just pass through them, he says. Okay, so how do you do it? How do you create a state? Neville's answer is always the same. You create a state by using your imagination. Now, just to be clear, imagination isn't a state, okay? It's the human existence himself, he says. You are all imagination. God is all imagination. You are God. And so if imagining creates reality, when it comes to your desires, ask yourself these questions. What would it be like if it were true? What would it feel like if you were now the person you want to be? Why? Because every imaginal act, he says, grows into effect. It's a good old law of assumption. You create that which you assume you are. Let's face it. You don't always get what you want, you guys, for real. No, you get what you assume. And if you assume that you're this or that or whatever, then guess what? You'll create it in your world. And what's dope is that you can do this for other people as well, hopefully not in a hurtful way. Neville says that if you assume for others, which I believe is what prayer really is, then make sure it comes with the framework of the golden rule, right? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Make sure it doesn't conflict with your own moral or ethical code because you don't want to go around hurting people, you guys. Trust me, you can. But since reality is like a mirror, yo, it'll catch up to you eventually. No joke. Where the price you pay could be you getting locked up or having to look over your shoulder all the time or whatever. It ain't going to be good. In other words, only use this to help others. And here's an example Neville gives. Let's say there's a person who's in a state that he doesn't like. Maybe he's jobless and he wants to be gainfully employed. Nothing wrong with that. And so you want to move him out of that state and lift them into his desired state. How? You carry a conversation with that friend mentally, listen, from the premise that he's in that state now. He's already the person he wants to be. For instance, he tells you how happy he is with his new job, and how much money he's making. He's a freaking baller, you know what I'm saying? And if you're self-persuaded that this imaginal act is a fact, and you truly believe in the reality of what you've done, well then, according to Neville, since imagining creates reality, to the degree that you're self-persuaded, he becomes the embodiment of what you've imagined him to be. Or let's say your friend's sick, even if they're on the other side of the world. You lift them in your mind's eye into this state by assuming that they're already well and perfectly healthy. It could be anything, you guys, even with forgiveness, where you're able to forgive others, including yourself, much easier, hopefully, because you're able to distinguish between the person and the states that they've fallen into. Remember, people's reactions are based upon the states that they're in. It's not who they are. But anyway, all this to say that once you understand how imagining creates reality and the importance of states, what this comes down to is really knowing what you want. Okay? Neville says that you don't go into a restaurant and say, bring me what the chef wants to get rid of tonight. Right? <laughs> what do you say? You say, bring me a menu. And then you order. And he talks about the time he took some friends into a restaurant at the Hilton Hotel in New York City. And it was around 11 in the morning. And he didn't have breakfast yet. But it was brunch time. And it was a Sunday. And thing is, Neville doesn't dress up for Sundays. And so he went into the restaurant with an open shirt. And he said the head waiter, all stuffy, said to him, button up. You know, this very heavy accent. But Neville couldn't criticize him because he has an accent too. But here's this guy with a very heavy accent criticizing his appearance. And Neville did have a jacket on, but the issue was that his shirt was open at the neck. 
and so he buttoned up his collar. But the waiter still made Neville and his friends sit at the table where they wouldn't be seen by those who were coming in with ties and shirts on. So what did Neville do? He straight up turned all gangster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, I want clams. And the waiter who took his order was like, clams? And was like, yes, I want clams. I don't want bacon and eggs. I don't want the usual breakfast you think you're going to serve everyone. I want clams for breakfast. Bring me clams. And the waiter kept delaying, but he finally brought the clams. And Neville said, come back here, please. This isn't charity. I'm paying for it. I want some horseradish and a little Tabasco sauce. And then the waiter got it reluctantly. Look, Neville's point with his story is that he knew what he wanted and he didn't settle. He didn't settle. So in a similar way, in life, do the same thing in regards to states. Don't just settle, you guys. He says to not let anyone poison you and throw you into a state. Why? Because you're going to pay the price of that state. For real, no matter what, there's always going to be a price to pay for whatever state you're in. Or the price you'll pay could be anxiety, fear, a broken home, poverty. Or the price you'll pay could be love and peace and harmony. Well, the choice is yours. All right, real talk. Now, some of you who are watching or listening to me right now have been dwelling in states that you know haven't been good for you, like states of fear, inadequacy, jealousy, rage, loneliness, you name it, and you've paid the price for it in certain ways. But once again, I want to remind you that you are not your states. You are not your mistakes. And if you've been feeling shitty these days, look, I want you to do something for me. I want you to lift up your head and I want you to remember. I want you to remember who you really are, that you and God are one. Nothing's ever going to change that, no matter what you've done or didn't do. And since you are I am, you can literally become the person you want to be. Want to be happily married? Assume it. You want to be gainfully employed? Assume it. You want to be healthy and strong? Assume it. All these states, you guys, are available within you 24-7. You just got to turn inward and move into them. And then what do you do? Neville says that once you've planted the seed, you leave it. In fact, he says that you don't even got to quote-unquote raise one finger to make it so. Now, this is usually misunderstood by a lot of people. He's not saying that you don't got to do anything, okay? Because even in his stories, you hear about people imagining and persisting for days or even months, right? The context is that you leave it alone once you truly assume it, when you feel its reality that it's already done, and that could take multiple sessions. You see, his point is that you don't got to make things happen, so to speak. Never worry about the how. But as you feel your wish fulfilled, your actions will exemplify it. Now, as for timing, Neville says that vision has its own appointed hour. It ripens. It will flower. But if it takes a while, then just chill and wait for it. It won't be late. He says one seed may take 24 hours, or like a hen's egg, 21 days, or a little lamb takes five months, a horse takes a year, a human being, nine months. Each seed, he says, has its own appointed hour. So don't even trip. You did the work. And in the fullness of time, he says, what you did in your imagination will be born, where your imaginal acts become facts in your world because you get what you believe. Yeah. Alrighty, guys, if you enjoyed this, please do me a favor, like and share it. Or if you're listening via podcast, I'd really appreciate a review. It gets more people to discover my work and, of course, help spread this message. And I'd love to hear your experiences or questions in the comments below. 
hit that subscribe button and the bell right next to it to be notified of my next video. I pump these out every single week so you don't want to miss them. And don't forget to register for my free online training where I dive deeper into how you can start manifesting the life you really want right now. So check it out. The link's in the description. Like I always say, more's coming. Till next time, I'm out. Peace.